0: the CEO and the president of the Atlanta Braves. Our Atlanta Braves stop by just to say hello as Derek Schiller joins us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-937-FM. Derek, good morning, and we are all excited as we get ready for postseason play Saturday inside of Truist Park.
1: Good morning. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I think you like me because I bring gifts every time there I show is up. That's really what's behind this. wrong with bearing gifts? As you
0: always come in with fine product, you have brought to the studios uh, the postseason hats and the division championship hats, and yep. you will pass those throughout. And uh, we will uh, have a whole lot of people flooding us Park with a lot of this merchandise. Last time I saw you, you uh, you reeked of alcohol. You were in the clubhouse, uh, champagne all over you, okay. having a good time. And uh, it was good to see you know uh, snit let those guys celebrate, and for oh, you to be there as well. You know you had to be you know just as excited as Double A and Snit and everybody else, a part of the front office and management, uh, getting it done and and allowing those guys to celebrate after a whole bunch of records were set.
1: I, I wasn't sure where you're going with yeah. that. when you said <laughs> the alcohol, that could have been a number of different situations. But I'm glad you picked the one you picked. Uh, it was a great night, and you know it, it, the the adage "it never gets old" was certainly in play there. Although this was our sixth straight division championship, um, it felt uh, very good for for um, every reason that you can come up with. I mean, this is, and, and I think I was sitting in here in this in this very room. We were talking about it at the very beginning of the season, right before opening day. And we were saying that um, this team could be better than even the last year, maybe even better than 21. And and I think you're seeing why we said that at that point in time. Uh, It was a phenomenal team effort all the way around through all 162 games and, and really proud that we were able to get another division championship. These are very hard to get, and so we should not take them for granted despite how almost seemingly easy it comes to uh, to the Atlanta Braves
0: how does knowing that you will have home field advantage throughout the entirety of the playoffs no give you the ability to kind of plan ahead in your role or think about maybe doing things here for a home game compared to maybe like the past couple of years where you didn't know if you'd have home field advantage throughout
1: you know, I, I was going to bring this up a little bit later, but I'm, I, I'll transition into it. And it, it really is about our fans. And you've seen what's happened during the course of this year. To answer your question, it is fantastic to have a home field advantage, but it's really because of the environment that our fans have set here. You know, we've we've gotten to over three million fans in our ballpark for the second straight year, set a new Truist Park record, just under three point two million this year. That's you know, on, on average, it's about ninety-five plus percent of the capacity sold. We've sold out fifty-four games this year, and you know the environment is really hard for opponents to play in, and and they say that all the time, and they remark about it. So, I'm I'm glad that we get that chance uh, to play in front of our crowd more often. Hopefully, a lot of games during this this October, um, but I think it also speaks to Atlanta as a as as you know sort of a broader uh, statement. You know, there were there were times probably in the '90s where You know, there was a lot of remarking going on, particularly outside of Atlanta, about Atlanta not being a good sports town. Right. And, you know, I I want you guys to defend us. I know you do. Yeah. I mean, you're fervent about that. And I I think this is a great um, situation for us to show up as a fan base, to show up and support our team and continue to provide us the home field advantage.
0: And I I know you don't have a control over this, Derek, but would you rather – Evening games, night games, what's your preference for you and your staff and mm. as a baseball fan?
1: Well, there's, there's a lot of things that go into play for when the, the start times um, happen, in particular for when you've got more teams in it, like a division series. Um, it depends upon whether you've got East Coast teams, West Coast teams, you know, the middle uh, of the country represented. Uh, it, it goes into, you know, how the TV guys sort of evaluate television ratings. Um, but the net net of it is that the Atlanta Braves are a big draw across the country. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got, I think we've determined we've got 20 million plus fans across this country that are sort of registered as Braves fans. Goodness. Um, You know, this goes back even to the TBS days, but I think, you know, for us uh, being on the showcase at the, at the time where you can be seen by the most amount of people sort of gives validation to exactly what I just said. And so you know, that's going to be more oftentimes being in the evening. You, you guys remember back in the 90s and early 2000s when we maybe um, got to a situation where we were, we were you know, getting a, uh, a midday start time for a division series game. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not the case. And look, we're sold out for every game and we're going to bring it. And I hope we bring it on the stage that, you know, gets us to the most amount of people. I think that it's more often than not, it's going to be in that primetime window.
0: Nice. Derek, you guys have done an unbelievable mm. job with some of the initiatives this year with the giveaways and just the demand for people to be in the building. Is, are there things special planned for postseason potentially? Not that you have any problem getting people through the yeah. store, uh, but just maybe to get some more folks here in the battery as well.
1: Well, it does. I'm glad you, you, you said the battery because it really does start with outside the ballpark first. Um, you know, you see in particular on weekends when we kind of ramp up things in the plaza and throughout the battery, you're going to see that even more so going on during the postseason, not unlike what we did in 21 or even uh, other years, but certainly learning from some of the things that we've done in those past years. Um, The entire streetscapes of this campus are going to be closed. We're going to add some video boards throughout. We are going to do a lot more activation, if you will, uh, on those streets and make sure that before you even walk into the ballpark, it is ready to go. Um, When you walk in, should you have a ticket, you know, all 40,000 plus people are going to walk in. They're going to have a great time. We're going to entertain them the way that, you know, you know that we do, Um, but those people that. Uh, don't have a ticket, we expect we're going to have ten, twenty thousand 20,000 people that are going to be outside our gates Uh. for every single game, maybe even more.
0: Derek Schiller, president, CEO of your Atlanta Braves, joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-937-FM. Uh, last time we went to the World Series, uh, there were so many people out. What did you learn from that? Because it kind of happened, and then it just kept going, kept going. Yeah. Uh, and then we have another playoff run. But what did you learn in the last two years about all of the people that are going to be outside the battery who are going to be here from start to finish as well?
1: I learned that the fire marshal gets a little mad at us at certain times because <laughs> he's like, you, you got too many people. Player. It was like a, you know, if somebody been to one of those clubs, they got the velvet rope and it's jammed. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we might have to have the velvet rope, sort of the one in, one out th- type of deal. Joe knows about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe, you're more of a velvet rope kind of guy, I think. Um, I'll stand in the line. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think we did learn that um, you should not take for granted the uh, excitement that's around the team, uh, the anticipation, the desire to just be around this. Um and I, I I've been saying this all year, as as much as we felt that in twenty one and certainly during the postseason run in twenty one, it feels even bigger now. I mean the water cooler talk, if you will, and you guys know it, you're you're close to it. Um, but the water-cooler talk during the course of this entire season has ramped up even beyond our wildest expectations. Our TV ratings are up over, over 18 20% um, mm. year over year, and that's, again, with having fantastic coverage and ratings uh, last last year and, and beyond. Uh, as I said, the attendance was fantastic. So just every kind of indicator of fan support is out there and we're as we're as strong as there is. Um, the rest of the league looks on in envy of, of what we've got going around here. And that's why I say I wanna be proud of Atlanta representing, you know, we wanna we wanna showcase ourselves to everybody who's here to watch.
0: Do you get the call from, let's say, cousin Eddie that you haven't heard from in six months, asking for, oh, hey, Derek, remember me, uh, asking for Braves tickets? You got and, ten. And, and how, how, many, how many family and friends reach out to you this time of year? And how do you go about handling that?
1: Uh, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, there, there are some people that. You know, don't have what I—I I, I use the term—they don't have great situational awareness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. so they, give a, they, they maybe call it the wrong time or ask the wrong thing. I love the guy that asks for the odd number tickets. I'll take seven. Yeah. You have seven. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do, but not for you. Yeah, uh, exactly. What is, your,
0: uh, what is your experience? You know, you have to be, you know, at a, at a, as a president, you have a lot of corporate sponsors, and you have to walk around, shake a lot of hands, and see a lot of people. What is your game day experience? How is that different in the postseason? Do you get a routine where you could sit down and just enjoy the game?
1: Yeah, I, you know, first and foremost, we want to make sure, you know, I don't play the game, obviously. And, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not there to do anything with uh, the, the players and, and the team, if you will, from a, from a playing perspective. But I do want to make sure, first and foremost, that we're providing them the absolute best uh, environment for them to potentially win a game. So that starts with the field and getting the field ready. It starts with everything that we can do with, you know, the clubhouse, their families, making them feel comfortable, doing everything we can do to try to give them just a little bit of an ounce of an edge. And then it goes to other operational concerns. You know, certainly the 40,000 plus people that come to the ballpark, I want to make sure that they have a really good experience. So our game day staff does an an unbelievable job of that. You know, they represent the brand so well and, and, and represent us. Um, you know, all of our staff that are doing their jobs, they're all professionals. Um, They've been through this in most cases times before, so they know what they're doing. Uh, There are a lot of people that come out to the game, so when you get into the game time situation, it is, you know, a lot of politicians, VIPs, sponsors. That's a great thing. We love that. We love that when, uh, you know, the focus is on us, they want to show up and want to be there. Uh, It's really, it's hard. I mean, Alex and I were talking about this the other day. You know, you so much want to get to the postseason Um, But when you get here, there is an enormous amount of anxiety. Just, you know, the ability or the the situation where you're trying to watch the game and do whatever it is that you're doing and wrestle through those emotions and that angst, it's... um, it, it's it's hard. That's why I brought the bourbon too, by the <laughs> way. Yes. Speaking of that, you guys have
0: partnered the uh Brave the Fiddler brand of mm-hmm. bourbon. You guys have uh partnered up with uh ASW here in town, and you have yourself a bourbon chin music is what it is mm. called.
1: Yeah, so we've had a couple of releases of this. I brought you guys a bottle from the twenty one uh the first release that we did. We named this um uh, with the guys at ASW, Jim and Charlie do a great job running that business. They have a tasting room here in the Battery, so we've got a special relationship with them. And um, you know, we we came out with a rye this past year. Uh, they've got some more releases coming up. Uh, they do a great job. And I, you know, I was partially kidding. Sometimes you need a little crutch. So so mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, But it's a fun little collaboration that we have. And you know, we have many partners like this that are just great collaborators of working with us on you know the brand and things like that. Um, some fun stuff that's going to happen in the in the battery. You're going to see some of the partner activations. We do some great things. I also think you know we we've got a a mural that's going up. You, if you haven't seen it on the on the windows, the facade of the Comcast building that looks out on the plaza. So it'll be a huge mural. Um, kind of showcasing some of the players from the team this year. And, and, again, really ramping up all the excitement. So, a lot of fun stuff to Derek, come. You,
0: you talk about fun. This season was one of the most fun baseball seasons we've ever been able to watch. I mean, you think about all the records that were broken. Ronald Acuna's one-of-one one season with 40 and 70. Spencer breaking the team record. Do you have a moment that maybe stands out more than another? Or is this like choosing one of your, who's your favorite kid? It's impossible to do.
1: Well, I, I mean – for me, and I, I'm not trying to be coy or duck that question, I think first and foremost it's, it's winning the division. Mm-hmm. You know, we finished with 104 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 14 ahead of Philadelphia, who also got in, and we're 30 ahead mm-hmm. of that other team that's uh, out in New York, right? <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> you <so> mean that... <laughs> last year's June 1st Division
0: One champs. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs>
1: um, so that to me is uh, first and foremost, but I think it's really fun to watch some of the, the special achievements if people were at the Sunday game, we actually did a pretty unique thing. We haven't done this in the past where we we feature the guys actually at the last uh, uh, game of the season. So a pregame ceremony where we kind of read off all of the major milestones and records Mm -hmm. as well as uh, the team accomplishments. You know, you have... This team finished over 500 in slugging percentage, which I think no team has ever done in the history of baseball. Better
0: than the murderer's row of 1927, one of the most storied slugging teams in the history of the game.
1: (laughs) And, and look, I mean, it's hard not to focus in on Ronald Acuna and his achievements. Um, What he did this year, I think, you know, if you're watching, you're some – form of a fan of baseball whether it be Braves or anything you've got to remark on how unbelievable special this is and this is one of those you know uh, memories that hopefully you'll hold forever say I, I saw that guy do that mm-hmm. right forty seventy, and all the other things that he did during the course of the year
0: lastly wrap it up as we get ready to get to some Braves baseball with president and CEO of the Braves Derek Schiller who joins us here in the locker room Overall, um, what this is doing for, you know, right now is awesome. But what does it do for the future? The guy that's 35 now, the guy that's 45 now, uh, the gal that's, you know, 35 and 40, what they they have two kids and uh, their kids who are now 10 years old and they're 12 years old. What does this do for now? What does this do for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, the way that you have a good group of guys A historic season and a fun ballpark to all watch it take place in.
1: Look, I've been with the Braves for 20 years now. Um, We've had a culture of winning, as I'll I'll call it, during that period of time and and even before. Um, I think that has gotten even more intense and what I'll call intentional. It's pervasive throughout our organization. Every single person that walks the floors of our offices or represents our brand in some way should um, know that we are all about trying to win and trying to do it in the right way and trying to uh, uh, be great representatives of, of this storied brand. And so if you've just come on or you're somebody who's been following us for a long period of time, you're getting to know that. Uh, there's now generations of Braves fans that's all they've ever known is winning. I mean, think about it, our worst of first year was 1991. Mm. Um, Thirty plus years ago, so you've now got a couple generations that are that are theoretically been formed as as you're watching those teams, and you're seeing maybe even the best of all of that take place during this period of time under Alex's uh, regime here. So it's it's something that we take very seriously, um, the the anticipation or. Better said, the expectations on us are really, really high and sort of deservingly so, because once you start winning, the expectation is that you'll continue to do so. And I can assure you, representing the organization, we're doing everything we can to, to represent that in every way, whether it be how we treat our fans, how we manage, you know, every aspect of our operation, and certainly all the way down to the clubhouse and what we do in that in that clubhouse and how we try to win on the field.
0: Great stuff. Everybody's excited in town. Everybody who can't make it in town is excited. Braves country is a real thing. And uh, Saturday night and the entirety of the NLDS is just going to be something that's going to be magical because there's going to be a lot of energy over there in the building. We thank you for your time. We thank you for the swag that you brought us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you smiling. And hopefully we smile
1: until November and the Braves play a long, long time, Derek. Thank you for having me. Um, game time should come out hopefully in the next day or two. So look for that. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody that can be here on Saturday. But regardless, look forward to everybody following us along and appreciate all your support. Appreciate especially what you guys all do to support the team and everything, everybody here at Dickey Broadcasting led by David. So thanks very much for all that. President and CEO of our Atlanta Braves.
0: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby.
1: I love the hats. Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
0: The fan is ready for brave season. Are you 3 1 smoked high in the air?